Hello and welcome to Rooted and Unwithered. I'm Cole Newton. And the following is a continuation of our meditations through the New City Catechism. And so today we are in question 33, which asks, Should those who have faith in Christ seek their salvation through their own works or anywhere else? Answer, No, they should not as everything necessary for salvation is found in Christ. To seek salvation through good works is a denial that Christ is the only Redeemer and Savior. While the complete sufficiency of Christ for salvation is not a newly introduced idea, we should note the progression that we find in the Catechism. So questions 20 through 25 all addressed what foundation we have for believing in the all-sufficiency of Christ's redemption, particularly that he alone is both truly God and truly human, making him the only sufficient mediator between both God and man. We then moved on to describing what faith in Christ is. And so now notice that this question is particularly about those who have already professed faith in Christ. Should those who have faith in Christ seek their salvation through their own works or anywhere else? In other words, this question is concerned with establishing the sufficiency of Christ not only for our justification but also for our sanctification. Therefore, the Catechism rightly answers, no, they should not, as everything necessary for salvation is found in Christ. To seek salvation through good works is a denial that Christ is the only Redeemer and Savior. Unfortunately, it is all too easy to treat faith in Christ as being the necessary first step into the Christian life that then becomes a matter of good works. Almost as if Jesus simply gives us a spiritual reset, setting us back on the proper path so that we are then able to walk in obedience to God. Grace is then treated as the start line, not the energy that sustains our entire run of the race. You see, the Roman Catholic view of baptism is sadly a visual expression of this sort of theology, for baptism is the great reset, the complete washing away of all of one's sins up until that point, as they believe, right? While they affirm that God's grace is still needed after baptism, they view that grace as primarily coming through the other sacraments, such as the Eucharist and penance. Now, next week, we will affirm that Christians must certainly still do good works, even after placing their faith in Christ for salvation. However, That reality must be rooted in this one. Christ is not merely the beginning of our faith. He is also its sustainer and finisher. Everything necessary for our salvation, including the lifelong process of sanctification, is found exclusively in Christ. Even if we begin our walk as Christians by placing our faith solely in Christ, to begin trusting in our own works or literally Anything else except for Christ is a denial of Christ as our Redeemer and Savior. To see where this answer is rooted in Scripture, we can simply read the letters of Galatians or Hebrews. So to the Galatians, Paul is writing to those who have faith in Christ. Indeed, he confirms in chapter 5 verse 7 that they were running well. Yet something began to hinder their walk of faith in Christ. Specifically, they began entertaining the idea that circumcision was also required for Gentiles to become Christians. And 
Paul doesn't mince his words when he speaks to them, saying in chapter 5, verses 2 through 4, Look, I, Paul, testify, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. Or, in the book of Hebrews, after laboring to show the absolute sufficiency of Christ, the author, in chapter 10, verse 18, and chapter 10, verse 26, notes that there is no longer any offering or sacrifice for sins. For those who continue to place their whole faith only in Christ, chapter 10, verse 18, is a word of monumental joy. There is no longer any offering for sins. But for those who look elsewhere for salvation, chapter 10, verse 26, is a word of fearful warning. There no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. Indeed, all of the appeals in the gospel in the, to the gospel in the New Testament epistles are reminding those who have faith in Christ to not place their faith in anyone or anything else. Christ alone is able to save. He is the founder and perfecter of our faith. All we need is found in him. Thank you so much for listening. For more resources for knowing and loving God's word, please visit bcnewton.co. And please, if you like this, give it a like, a comment, share it with someone who you think will find it beneficial. And until next time, grace and peace.